Welcome back to another episode of Measurection Radio. This is episode number 26. This is Joshua Tyler, president of Measurection.com and the newly appointed Measurection Radio host. Joining me is our penis posse, Alan, our vice president of operations. Hello, Alan. Hello, Josh. Good to be together again. Yes. We also have Diane, our girl talk goddess from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Hello, Diane. Hello, Josh. How you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you. And Michael is back. He's got his computer problems fixed. Uh, Our Measurection Radio (laughs) intern from New Jersey. Welcome back, Michael. Thanks a lot, Josh. I am so glad to be back. I missed y'all. You started to have a little internet problems tonight. You almost didn't make it again tonight, right? Yeah, like bad signs or something, like a omen, but I had to get back. Yeah, we missed you. We did. I missed y'all, too. Yeah, this is so great. It's so fun to do. So Well, I particularly missed you last week because we were talking the uh, the Wet Dream Show, and we were reading a lot of responses from a thread in which you started a couple years ago, and you were very interested yep. in that. In that and uh, I have your answer if you want your answer now. Yes, I do. The answer to the question <laughs> of have you had one yet, right? <laughs> right. No. No, you're still trying. No. Haven't had one yet. I've had like a whole bunch of erotic dreams lately, especially since my PC's been down. (laughs) You know, well, actually, since I got it back. But my PC's up. Oh, wait, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I guess you could say it's been close, but no cigar, but oh, well. Oh, well, keep trying. Yeah. Sucker deal. You even abstained from jerking off for a while to try to increase the likelihood, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, Right, because I had my PC down for a minute, so I couldn't watch my porn. So it was building up nice and great, and then now I have my PC running. I watched a couple lately in the uh, last two days or so, and I had some nice erotic dreams, but uh, nothing yet. Hmm. Let's see. Eat a plate of oysters, drink a lot of water, (laughs) watch porn all day, but don't do it, and then go to bed. I am writing that down. Try that and call me in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Josh says, yeah. Wet dreams. (laughs) That's scary. Oh, so everyone else is doing good, and we are all glad to be back. To participate on Measurection Radio, you can call our dick phone. The toll-free number in the U.S. and Canada is 1-877-922-DICK. That's 1-877-922-3425. Or you can email us at radio at com. Or visit us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. Check us out on radiogay.ca, a great internet-based radio station up here in my neck of the woods. Check their program schedule for showtime. Yes, we love Radio Gay. And on today's show, we will be discussing voyeurism. Yay! Do you you like to watch? What makes Uh us want to watch? I think this topic's going to be a little bit of one of those... Hot buttons with Diane. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe just. I can tell you. You can almost visualize her fidgeting in her chair when we're like, "Ooh, we're doing this topic." I can tell by how I, she responds. I look forward every week. I look forward to what the topic's going to be. Oh my goodness! Well, we're starting a, a, a tiny bit late tonight, and that's my fault. Uh, I'm working from a new studio. I am working from Studio C. The be- <laughs> you may have heard the clip at the beginning of show number 25 of me talking about that my parents were coming next week, and, and I wasn't <laughs> sure how I was going to do this, and I tested like in my closet with noise, and I still heard noise. And, Paranoid schizophrenic. Right. I debated with, yeah, I debated with like staying in my office tonight and doing it, and I, I just, I'm, I'm in the closet. I've got, an, I've got the TV on in the bedroom out there making noise. I think they've gone to bed. I'm on the first floor. They're on the second floor, and I got the little extension. You've got... 
You've got good soundproofing, though, with your clothes hanging, too. Yeah, the, yes. But yeah. That's what I really thought. But then I, when I tested last week, see, I put my computer in here and I played, I played like a podcast. And then right. I went and I could hear it. I could hear it slightly in a few places. So that's why oh. the TV's noise cover. Right. So I got the little extension cord and all's good. I think they're asleep. If they do happen to come into my bedroom, which is locked, so it'd be unlikely. But... Um, They'd see, like, the cord running into the closet. And that would be just a little weird. I don't know how to explain this at this point. <laughs> Do you have a backup story? You know, I really need to work that out. Yeah. Mom, <laughs> like, Dad, I'm in the closet. Yeah, I'm in the closet. <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but I have like three or four shows I need to do like this. So I'd, remember when Sean's parents came back and he had like all of a sudden the next show he was like in this, he was like in this whisper like this. I feel like that's he what I'm doing. Do I sound like that? Studio yeah, Well, you yeah, he, yeah. He tried to doing first. He was doing studio talking into the heating vent, and then he was doing studio. He tried studio in the basement, and the internet didn't work down there or something. And now now he's upstairs in the toilet. But. Um, <laughs> We'll see how this works out. I've got three or four shows to get through like this, and then all's good until September. So, cool, awesome. And uh, I'm back from vacation. We uh, we had a clip show released, and the schedule was a little funky building up for a vacation, of which before I was host, I would have just missed the show. And now that I'm host, they didn't want to miss the show, <laughs> so we had to shuffle everything around. Now that you're host, we get vacation. Yeah, you guys had a week of vacation. <laughs> That's the first week like we've ever really had off. I think. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, we scrapped was, that one week, got, but then we did it on Sunday, I think. Or yeah, we still got together. I don't know what happened? Matt, yeah. But, but um, and uh, I had a little vacation drama. I went with my brother and his family down to Disney World, and I met my parents down there. And I was—I don't know what happened on the way down, the drive down, but I'd had Chinese food the night before, and I may have had like General So's revenge. I don't know. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> revenge. <laughs> and so I hit every crappy rest stop from here to florida oh, you know no. like the, the not the nice ones the gas station with like the brick and the key on a brick you know <laughs> doesn't, that was me and then uh, my car service engine soon light came on about halfway down and i'd had an oil change and it turns out they forgot to put the plugs back in so oh, i was God. leaking oil oh, no. all the way to oh, florida no. and i had it checked out when i got to the disney car care center and and they uh, the, the disney car the they have a disney car care center they have a triple a car care center on site at disney world wow <laughs> they do <laughs> for just such These an emergency people, i mean they're prepared yeah. for every eventuality service. right it's perfect they have a kennel they have a you know they have the little uh, kennel they have the car care center they got it all wow. set so it worked out well and my family really laughed at me because i i took three suitcases now two were primarily clothes and one had my computer and stuff, which I didn't really use that much of, but, it, you know, camera and cord and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I right. neglected to pack any pants or shorts. And <laughs> my, my family just... My, Way to go. Yeah, my sister-in-law was like, you had three suitcases and no pants. You know, you'd think with three suitcases you'd have pants. You know, what were you doing? <laughs> What's in there? But um, it was... We'd gotten word that Florida was cold before leaving, so I... I went wearing a pair of blue jeans, and when I found out that Florida the first couple of days of my trip was going to be like 40 degrees, I did grab yeah. an extra pair of blue jeans. So I didn't even know I didn't have pants, I didn't have shorts, until day three when it started to get hot again, and I was like, okay, good, tomorrow I'm wearing shorts, you know, and then I 
ooh, what happened? I didn't pack any shorts. <laughs> so I had to buy like $48 Mickey Mouse pairs of shorts. Oh, no. Oh, the $48 <laughs> pair, huh? The $48 <laughs> pair. Nothing's cheap there. But um, It reminds me of actually I, I had to go on a business trip and a friend of mine drank two of my girlfriends drank nine bottles of wine the night before oh my. we were flying to Toronto on the other side oh. of the country. And when we got there the next day and got into the hotel and I dropped my stuff in my room, went down to their room and she opens up her suitcase and it was filled with socks. Oh, just socks. <laughs> oh. Just socks. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it happens. I, I had a little bit of a comedy of errors on this trip but uh, on this trip I also learned that for the last month I have been wearing women's lip gloss and I didn't know it (laughs) and and I think it's partially Sean's fault he 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 denies it a bit but and I I didn't tell the whole story I alluded to it and I saw him post and deny it but I said I'm going to save this story for the podcast well, and I've, I've never heard oh. of men's. I've never heard of men's lip gloss. No, no. Well, I thought it was chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you, okay. you may remember part of this, but when I flew to Orlando for the gathering in February, uh-huh. I thought I lost my chapstick on the flight down, and my lips were dry. And, and there's a Seven Eleven right near the hotel, which was one of the only things we could walk to. And we went in there, and I think okay. Sean, I think it was Sean that was with me. And I looked, you know, every 7-Eleven has, like, chapstick by the register or, like, a big, you know, they have a, a everybody sells chapstick, I thought. A small display or something. Yeah, but no, I couldn't find any. And I saw this thing, it, it looked to me like Dr. Pepper chapstick. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, okay, it's not, it doesn't say chapstick, but it says Dr. Pepper, and it looked just like chapstick. And so I, I, I did pick it up, and I think I asked if it was Sean that was with me. I said, do you think this is like men's chapstick? Or, and he says, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I bought it, and, I, and it was kind of cool because it did taste like Dr. Pepper. And I, I, I put it on outside, and I remember the stick looked a little, a little bright. It wasn't bright red, but it was brighter than chapstick. And, and I sort of said, it didn't turn my lips red, did it? You know, and, and Sean said no. And I don't think it noticeably turned my lips red, but if you looked closely... I I had kissable lips because what I was in reality wearing, my sister-in-law saw it. And she says that's not made by Bonnie because it said lip smackers on it. It's Bonnie Bell. She said that's not made by Bonnie Bell, is it? And I said, well, actually, yes, it is. You know, and she said that was the rage when I was in eighth grade. You know, and look at your Absolutely. lips. Your lips look just like mine. And and everybody had a laugh, and I blotted it on a napkin, and oh, like, no. oh no. So you were wearing Bonnie Bell lips since the Orlando gathering, <laughs> and I, I'm like, I pull it out of my office and I apply, I apply chapstick a lot. <laughs> I do, I do use chapstick a lot. And the reason why I knew something was weird is I think I said this chaps, this Dr Pepper chapstick doesn't work very well because my lips got burned in Florida, and I was like, you know, it didn't have the SPF that chapstick would have. So, well, no, because it's makeup. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> So three suitcases. Three suitcases, no and pants. Lipstick. And yeah, I think that's partially yes. Sean's fault. And your family hasn't guessed yet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I They're th- waiting for him. I'm like, either he was playing a joke on me, and I, he saw me put on, like, this, you know, cherry fla- cherry colored lipstick, and then said, no, it doesn't discolor your. <laughs> And I asked the girls at my office, I'm like, did you notice that that stuff I had? Because we even talked about Dr. Pepper Chapstick. How interesting. And 
you know, did you notice it was Bonnie Bell lip smackers? And one of them said, well, I wondered, but I didn't, you know, I didn't care. And my boss says, I didn't even notice, but if it works for you, use it. I said, well, it doesn't really work because my lips got burned. <laughs> Were they oh. shiny? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My sister-in-law told me, next time get this 7-Up flavor. There's a 7-Up flavor, apparently, and that would be... There's all sorts of different flavors. <laughs> that would not be red. Oh, so too much. Speaking of weird well, things, moving oh, yeah. <laughs> moving right along. We we have to link on that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, to the product, yes. Bonnie Bell lip smackers. Mike Hip at podcastsoup.net reviewed our clip show number two, and he commented on my toilet paper knowledge. He wrote, "Virtual Diane is very funny, fighting with herself. Sean can't tie his shoes." Make sure you read your roll of toilet paper, because they're trying to cheat us, and Alan knows way too much about the subject. (laughs) Yes, he does. I don't think I know way too much about the subject. I think I know exactly the right amount. Right. I'm just a good consumer. I'm with Mike. He knew the square inches. It amazes me how much you know about your toilet paper. He knew that it changed. Uh. (laughs) But hey, I wear lipstick, so who am I to comment? <laughs> oh goodness! I got my nose pierced. Did you really? Yes, I did. It's got a big ring in it. And did your husband? No, I've got a little tiny silver stud. Pull you around by a rope? No, <laughs> like a ball. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> hmm, but she's Diane's thinking. Always doing something different. Yep. I am. I just can't understand the whole piercing thing, for men well, or for women. Yeah, I have no holes. I I actually thought about it for a long time before I did it. I had a woman that worked for me, and she was an older woman, and she had a little teeny tiny brown stone, like a topaz, in her nose. And it just looked really smart on her. And so I thought, yeah, I want to do that, too. Hmm. My son got his tongue pierced the day before Christmas. Really? I thought that was dumb. Sticking a barbell through your tongue... The day before the best meal of the year. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> made no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> but there's other purposes for that barbell, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, there are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he had a different kind of Christmas present. <laughs> it was from his aunt and his grandma. Oh. <laughs> that's the kind of family I have. <laughs> <laughs> for my sister's birthday, I let her come with me and watch me get my nose pierced. <laughs> Hey, Sesame, watch me get my nose pierced. Exactly. Oh, goodness. Well, I guess we'll move into news, and I do not have the promo queued up, so... Ladies and gentlemen, Resurrection Penis News, blah, 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 blah. Here's Diane Steele and Ellen G. Shot will put that there. How was that for invitation, actually? That was cute. That was awesome. That was pretty good. That'll be in clip show number three, too. Yeah. Okay. Online ads ask for sex in lieu of rent. In Atlanta, an online ad offers a room in exchange for sex and light office duty. (laughs) In Los Angeles, a one-bedroom pool house is free to a girl that is skilled and willing. And in New York City, a $700 a month room is available at a discount to a fit female willing to provide sex. Hmm. On the widely used website craigslist.org, some landlords and apartment dwellers looking for roommates are offering to accept sex in lieu of rent. 
They have to be attractive. I don't let just anybody come into my house, said Mike, a man who answered the phone at the New York City listing, but declined to give his last name and refused to say whether he has, in fact, collected the rent under the sheet. Uh, how crazy is I that? I thought that only occurred in porn. Porn <laughs> Yeah, films. really. Oh, rent this room. And those steamy novels that at the checkout counter. Yeah. Is that uh, legal? Is that legal? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. It's probably legal in Canada. No? It's probably yeah. not legal in Dallas. <laughs> the uh, next item we have is that, that Johnny Knoxville has confessed he has a small penis. The star says he wishes he were well hung like Jackass co-star Pontius, but instead he has to live with his less than impressive appendage. He revealed, I have a penis like an egg in a nest. <laughs> It looks like a light switch. Seriously, a fucking light switch. Pontius has his penis out all the time. He added, hey, if you've got it, flaunt it. Despite his small penis, Knoxville has revealed he once won a masturbating contest. The actor has come clean about his bizarre sporting triumph while promoting his new movie, The Ringer. He confessed to Britain's FHM magazine, I came first and third in a masturbation contest in Newark, New Jersey in 1997. I got around twice while everyone else only did it once. I was pretty fast on the reload there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Why did it have to be New Jersey? Yeah. Johnny Knoxville. Did anyone ever see that Jackass show? Loved it. I did, too, yeah. actually. I'll confess. I Loved did. it. The toilet in the fucking hardware store. Oh. oh. <laughs> now, I don't think I've ever seen Pontius's penis, but I've seen the, the other co- co-host is Steve-O. And he's been all over the internet. I like him. He's not small either. I don't think I've ever watched the show. Hmm. I, think we, <laughs> I don't know if you'd I like actually it think we him. have, yeah, you probably wouldn't like it, but we <laughs> actually have, like, I think Steve O's in our gallery and Resurrection. Hmm. Oh, is he? Yes. Okay. Under the celebrities. Oh, I believe so. Check that out. Yes. Check out Steve O. <laughs> he had his, so yeah, I, he had himself waxed. That's, I think, the pictures we got. Oh, dear. Oh. Looks painful. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the presentation. Oh, yesterday. gosh. Okay, the next story is man sends bomb to doctor after penis enlargement surgery. Oh, my gosh. Uh, in Philadelphia, a man pleaded guilty to weapons of mass destruction charges for sending a mail bomb to a Chicago surgeon he said botched his penile enlargement surgery, though his attorney questioned whether the charges fit the offense. Brett R. Steidler, 25, of Reamstown, PA. Reamstown, <laughs> yeah, Reamstown, Reamstown uh, Pennsylvania. Alone. That's a joke in itself. That's about right. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I know. Actually, what I thought, thought was a joke is that weapons of mass destruction, and I was thinking weapons of not-so-mass destruction is what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> three, two, one. Brett R. Steidler, 25, of Reamstown, Pennsylvania, mailed the explosive device in February 2005 because he was, quote, extremely unhappy with the results, unquote, of the $8,000 surgery. But Steidler alerted authorities before the bomb arrived and it was retrieved from the mail and disarmed. His attorney said Studler is mentally ill and noted the difference between the roughly two-year sentence for mailing a letter bomb and the four- to eight-year sentence for using a weapon of mass destruction. You shouldn't group this guy with people who drive truckloads of explosive to buildings or gather anthrax or do things for political reasons, the attorney said. Sentencing is scheduled July 7th. Huh. Okay, I want to know... follow-up in July. Yes. Yeah. Only four to eight years for using a weapon of mass destruction? Yeah, that doesn't quite seem right, does it? I would think life. Yeah. 
You're going to use a weapon of mass destruction. Although I don't know if I'd classify that as a, a mail bomb as a weapon of mass destruction. Well, well they do now. They though. do now. Apparently. I don't yeah. condone it, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and our final news story for tonight has the headline, Thai Porn, Not What You Think. <laughs> this is out of Anaheim, California, and it says, When people in this community look for Thai porn, it's along La Palma Avenue, most locals say. It's Thai Porn, a restaurant which uses the word porn, which means blessing in Thai, but is pronounced pawn, says its owner, a woman named Porn Pan. <laughs> Porn Pan. Porn Pan says she used to get funny looks from people at first, but no longer, though the occasional joke still finds its way into the restaurant from time to time. Featuring Thai favorites like barbecue chicken and Nam Khao Todd, a pork sausage served with roasted peanuts, green onions, red chilies, and other seasonings, the restaurant has been a community favorite for years, Porn Pan says. With hmm. a growing clientele, Porn Pan says she has no plans to change the restaurant's name. So when you're in Anaheim, don't forget to visit Thai Porn. So I could, li- I could go there for <laughs> Disneyland and go Thai Porn for dinner. Cool. Perfect. Okay, and I don't have the bumper queued up either, so here's the bumper. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> um, Studio C is not as well equipped as Studio A. <laughs> Today we are discussing voyeurism. Do you like to watch? Why do you like to watch? And why does Diane get Twitter baited? (laughs) Because she can. Yeah, she gets Twitter baited easily. (laughs) Not easily, we just have good, good topics. Good topics. So would you like to hear what Wikipedia has to say? Yes, tell us. Sure. Wiki girl. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of works, doesn't it? Yeah. Voyeurism, it says, is a practice in which the individual derives sexual pleasure from observing other people. Such people may be engaged in sexual acts, or be nude or in underwear, or dressed in whatever other way the voyeur finds appealing. The word derives from French verb voir, to see, and the er suffix, which translates as or in English. So a literal translation would be seer. 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 One who sees. Yeah, exactly. Voyeuristic practices may take a number of forms, but their characteristic feature is that the voyeur does not directly interact with the object of their voyeurism. Some voyeurs derive sexual pleasure from looking up skirts or trousers, known as an upskirt, and some voyeurs also derive pleasure by looking down shirts and viewing breasts, particularly when a person is bending over. That's commonly referred to as a down blouse. Oh, okay. Some institutions, such as gyms and schools, have banned camera phones because of the privacy issues they raise in areas like change rooms. In Saudi Arabia, for example, they banned the sale of camera phones nationwide for a period, but reallowed their sale in 2004. Whereas in South Korea, they require that all camera phones sold in the country make a clearly audible sound whenever a picture is taken. Oh, that's why. I turn my sound off because it seems to delay it, but... So I could go taking some naughty pictures. There you go. <laughs> so is anyone here a voyeur, or have you ever practiced voyeurism? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think the only answer I didn't get was Alan. Yep, you're right. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not the time to plead the fifth. Oh. No, no, it's not that. Oh. It's not that I wouldn't find it interesting or exciting. It's just that I've never stumbled upon it or or searched it out. 
Well, I'm, other than on, of course on on video. On video, right? Yeah, that's not really. That that doesn't count as voyeurism, right? Uh, no. no, I wouldn't think so. I think the only time, and mine mine's very innocent, but mine goes back to to being a teenager and looking out the window and seeing the guy next door who, when he got changed, he he seemed to sleep in the nude. I he'd, I'd get maybe a two second glimpse before the lights went off of him walking across the room. And once I saw that once by accident, you know, I, I did watch for a while uh, in the evenings, you know, just peek out the window to watch for the light to come on or or any activity no over doubt. there. So, But that's really my only, I wouldn't, well, I guess you, that would be. Yes, That would, would qualify. Yep. It would. Diane's probably got more juicy experience. <laughs> I, got a, I got a feeling. Well, it's, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, I don't know if this would classify as voyeurism. Well, I guess it would because I did watch. But I, my, when I was with my ex, we used to be on one couch, and another couple friends of ours um, used to be on the other couch, ah. and we'd be having sex with our partners but watching the others. Ooh, I guess okay. that would kind of be. Although I guess one of the things you read from Wikipedia was that there's no interaction. The, right, there's no interaction, but that the typically the person being watched doesn't know it, and I guess that's the big turnaround for people. That's why. Yeah, I don't know if that would borderline necessarily. But then uh, there was another actual part of it that said that um, voyeurism, they were talking about the other end of it and that it's, you know, if the person is an exhibitionist, then it's right. a good thing. Right. But that it's, you know, if they're not, then it's an invasion of privacy. Right, exactly. Right. Exhibitionism is for those who like to show it off. Exactly. And that's sort of a whole yep. other show, but. Um, yeah, that's a that's a fun show. That's too. a fun show too. Yeah, Diane's gonna be talking. If well, you know, at some point down the line, we'll be doing a show on exhibitionism. So if you are an exhibitionist, send us an email to radio at measurection dot com. Yeah, there you go. Make a pitch. So, that, any cool. other times you watched, Diane? Um, I'm expecting a whole laundry list of activity here. Yeah, no, not not <laughs> not, uh, really. not a whole lot that I wasn't that I didn't end up you know joining in on or. <laughs> Or, you know, that it was a, hmm. I like to watch. What about Michael? Is he going to be the one to surprise us? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a good, a nice little voyeurism story mm. that awesome. had taken place while I was in the military. Ah. So it's oh, a military yay. story. Don't ask, don't tell. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be great, too. <laughs> um, I had a buddy. His name was Jim. And we always go out to, like, South Scottsdale. I guess if you're familiar with the Phoenix area, it's 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 sort of upscale neighborhood, and okay. he he had known a guy named Ken. Now at the time, I didn't know that Ken was gay, but we would go over his house and we would like party, you know, drink and stuff, you know, chill out, whatever. And I guess Ken would have this girl that hooked up with Jim, and sometimes they might have sex in Ken's house. And Ken sometimes walks into the room and opens the door and they're going at it and they don't stop and you know but this one time I happened to catch Jim and Ken together mm. now mm. Jim was also in the military with me at the time right and I happened to catch Ken go down on Jim I was out on the balcony and I looked in a room that led out to the balcony it had blinds but they were open and I seen Ken go down on Jim. Mm, so you had a nice like, little wow. view from the balcony. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I didn't even know Jim was that way. <laughs> you know, because we worked the flight line together. So You just stumbled into it. And then you enjoyed, you sat back and enjoyed watching. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that must be some masturbation fodder. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Great memory. <laughs> <laughs> good times, good times. Well, while I don't have any stories of my own, a, a couple of, uh, of items that have been posted on the website in the past. Uh, one was from Junk Bond Bob, who wrote, One time my wife and I were in New York City, and I looked from the bathroom window across the courtyard and could see two people going at it. They were laying on their sides like two spoons, and the man was on the side of the bed toward the window. I could see him thrusting in and out of that ass. Later, after they had finished, the man was laying in bed on his back, making a tent with his boxers. Finally, he pulled his cock out, and it was hard again. I was watching for another round, but my wife suddenly called out, You're taking an awfully long time in the bathroom. (laughs) I'm a little constipated, honey, I replied. (laughs) And I didn't get to watch the next round. I made sure I was up early to check out the window the next morning. (laughs) To my surprise... The man's partner walked out of the bathroom, and it was another man. Ah, mm. <laughs> ah I, I know, I know, Junk Bond Bob. I've met Junk Bond Bob. <laughs> did you? I did. Really? Yes. And uh, another hotel story comes from uh, Wooden Duck, who writes: While staying at a downtown Chicago hotel, I looked out the window and noticed a young couple across the river, apparently sleeping. She had her head resting in his lap. It was quite early; daylight was just breaking. As I watched a while longer, I suddenly realized that her head was bobbing up and down at a pleasant, steady pace. That got my attention. I watched as she finished what she was doing. She then tucked it back in for him, cuddled up to him, and he turned on his side, and they both went back to sleep. I was a little late for the early morning meeting, but glad I didn't miss the early show. (laughs) That's funny. Do you think most people, out of natural curiosity, will stop and watch when they see something like that? Absolutely. Yes. Without a doubt. Would everyone here, given that, I mean, if you stumbled, if you did what Michael did and you looked down from a balcony, not trying, you know, I don't, I don't think, I, I think sometimes voyeurs aren't necessarily peeping toms in entirety. Right. Sometimes they could be, I guess. But if you just stepped outside and you... I would make sure that they couldn't see me. Yeah. And I would watch absolutely. And that's exactly what Mike did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but then after a while, I tried to tap on the door to join in, but uh, I guess they didn't want that part, so yeah. mm-hmm. I sort of killed the action. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> My friend was scared that I might tell the military, but I wasn't going to tell on him. Let him have his fun. Well, gee, it would seem to me if that was his if that was his big concern, he would have wanted to invite you in so that yeah, uh, you would think you'd be so. as compromised yeah. as he was. Right. Yeah. That's true, but... I, oh, wow. um, I'm reminded of, on the last time I went on a cruise ship, um, I was on the Mariner of the Seas, which has like a big shopping mall down the center of it. And instead of right. having, you know, there are rooms that face out with ocean views, but there are rooms that face in with what they call promenade view. And they, they the, the windows on, there, on the inside of the ship, and they look over into this shopping mall area, which is four stories tall, you know, just kind of a big open space. And it has a nice right. little window seat in there. And I'm reminded that I had a room like that this time. And I I did enjoy, I didn't see anything too racy, but I saw a lot of people across the way come in. Because when you do have an ocean view room, you really don't need to worry about closing curtains when you come in and start getting ready for bed and, and such. And when it's atrium view and there's someone opposite you, you need to pay attention to that. And uh, mm-hmm. we did see, it was, it was fun to sit and watch, even though I didn't see anything really racy. Hmm. It was fun to just sit and watch people. I would come home at night before going to bed and sit there in my window and just watch. You could see the people walking down below, and I could see, I could see people in rooms, 
And eventually, I love people watching. Yeah, eventually they'd figure out that the curtain was open. So by the end of the week, early on in the week, you had people like down in their underwear, not realizing. By the end of the week, there was there was only one or two windows open, <laughs> curtains open. So that was people watching is kind of fun. That's one of the cool yeah. things about hotels is that all the the voyeurs and the and the exhibitionists. Right. <laughs> it just works well. It works well, and I, when you're up that high above the street, you know, there's lots a, to see. It's got to be fun to be in like a big like I'd love to hear from like Bronx Bombshell or somebody who lives in like New York City, where when you literally look out your apartment window. There's 50 other windows within sight, you know, just just to people mm-hmm. watch. You know, I live in suburbia, and well, you don't really have that luxury. Yeah, me too. It's like that here, but uh, it's a lot of privacy around here, so you don't see jack. You don't see nothing. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I get into a hotel, and I open all the curtains, and I walk around. <laughs> I do, because really? it's just one of those things, because somebody it's out liberating. there is a voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And why not? So, so you're also a little bit of an exhibitionist. I think so. Oh, we'll put that show on the schedule, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're an exhibitionist, send us an email. <laughs> Radio at measureaction.com. Well, I, I mean, I've read some things on the legality of voyeurism, and, you know, you really, you probably couldn't get in trouble if you stepped outside like Michael did on your deck and you looked down and you saw someone in a window. But if you're doing things intentionally... You, peeping toms. Yeah, like peeping toms or you're taping people or you're doing things, you probably could get into some trouble. Well, that's the whole camera thing. Yes. And banning camera phones. Right. Right. There are probably whole websites that feature in those hidden camera shots. Exactly. Well, if, since we're, we've taken that turn in our discussion, one of the things that we've, we found on the, on the web was that a, uh, a man was charged for the third time for using a camera to look up skirts. Uh. He was arrested for looking up women's skirts with a tiny video camera hidden in his shoe and allegedly used the device to peep at women at his probation office, would you believe? Oh, no. Daniel Searfoss (laughs) of Dover, Florida, has been charged with stalking and voyeurism. He was arrested in January for using a video camera in his shoe to look up women's skirts at a Walmart store. His sentence of 12 months probation was terminated in September. He was arrested again in November on voyeurism charges after police said he filmed women at Peddler's Mall Flea Market in Brandon near Tampa. Investigators are reviewing about 45 videotapes, some of them four hours long, seized from Searfoss. I bet. Searfoss, who's 43 and a mechanic, is accused of using a camera in his shoe to peep at more than a dozen women at his church. Oh, but that's assistant wrong. State Attor- <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Assistant State Attorney Dean Sakaris told a judge yesterday, quote, your Honor, it's worse than that. He was doing it at the probation office. <laughs> For instance, the cashier at the probation office. Unquote. Oh. Voyeurism is a first-degree misdemeanor punishable by up to a year in jail. Oh, wow. In the state of Florida. Oh, boy. So, yeah, it's illegal. In Monroe, uh, the owner of a massage and tanning parlor was ind- indicted Wednesday on allegations of videotaping customers, police mm. said. Carol T. Priestley, 60 years old, of Bastrop, was charged by a grand jury with nine counts of video voyeurism. Priestley was arrested on March 29th after an investigation that started when police were supplied with the tape of a man receiving a massage, authorities said. He'd been videotaping various clients receiving massages without their consent, police major Don Bartley said. 
A search of the parlor turned up video cameras and recording equipment in the massage portion of the business, police said. No equipment was found on the tanning side of the business. Police said they also recovered recordings at Priestley's home. Each count carries up to five years in prison. Wow. Wow. So you get five years, five years for videotaping <laughs> yeah. someone and four to eight years for, for weapons setting up of mass, weapon of mass destruction. destruction. You're right. Something's not quite right there, is it? <laughs> hmm. America? Yeah, America the beautiful. <laughs> not that I can say much about Canada because ours are like way worse. <laughs> but. It reminds me of an email I got today, in fact, from the local phone company that I use. And they, I have phone and DSL through them Mm -hmm. and they were they were announcing a new service which i found very interesting and it was only 9.95 a month and it was called home monitor what they were proposing to do through your dsl is uh allow you to hook up a video camera and you would be able to access your video camera from the web so you would be able to check in and view your home it could also be rigged rigged that um uh any motion would snapshot it would snapshot when there's motion so you could review it and even alert you to your phone or send the pictures to your phone uh that sounds a little we suspicious. we've had that technology for a while and i think it goes through your webcam yeah that that's what i figured but i just i you know i well my guess is for the fee what they're probably doing is supplying you with a uh, standalone webcam that doesn't have to be hooked to a computer that's what i'm thinking that just hooks into the, the uh, into the wi-fi probably or yeah that which is really kind of cool and you could probably get into some trouble with that even in your own age. but you can yeah. go out and buy a camera like that yourself <laughs> right you catch your you catch your significant other whacking off at the yeah computer. diane's getting ideas you've had that technology for a while do you have that diane <laughs> oh i'd kill him yeah <laughs> you'd love it i have a double standard to live up to i'm allowed he's not <laughs> <laughs> but you like watching well you know yeah we talked about yeah the guys that that come across this accidentally and we have a well, you know, there. Were, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say we have a thread in the Measurection Bathhouse that uh, username Prince started called Accidental Voyeurism, and he tells the story of how he was doing some delivery work one summer and using a truck, not a big truck, but one with a high enough seat. And at a red light, he looked down and saw this guy in his car in the turn lane stroking a really big cock, and he says he was high up and he could not see me. And I could only see his cock in hand. It was hypnotic to me. Mm. He wasn't just fiddling with his cock. He was stroking an 8-incher that was stiff as a baseball bat and about as thick. So he was real easy going about it all. And he was not close to coming. He was taking it easy. Well, he says, I was not able to tell that... He was not able to tell that I was watching. So I got a good long view. But when the light changed, I swapped lanes and turned behind him. I would have tracked him down and made a play for him. But he turned into a frat house parking (laughs) lot. And now I do have a little bit of sense and did not want to take on a fraternity, so I let him get away. And he was he was sort of calling for similar stories. And what I found so funny was Diane's replied, like, within minutes, like, hot, 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 hot. <laughs> it literally was. Diane replied three minutes later to the post. Hot, hot, hot. I'm totally jealous. Tell them, tell, them the tell them the rest of what she wrote. Uh, I would kill to see that. My total turn on watching guys jack, but only when they don't know they are being watched. Then you know they are pleasing themselves and not putting on a show. Must, cold, shower, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Diane. She was all over that one. Now that's Twitter patient. And then, and then uh, I guess you pronounce the, the user's name uh, Candle, C-N-D-L. Another uh, young lady 
whose whose first I guess real first name is Chrissy, who used to be a moderator on the site, replied to Diane and wrote, "Oh my God, girlfriend, that just drives me wild and makes me wetter than a sponge in the ocean." <laughs> I, I love her. I have seen plenty of men jacking while driving. My husband used to have a used to drive a rig. When I would do a run with him, we would see who could find the first guy or girl jacking or jacking. Uh. Uh, so apparently this is pretty I common. I want to be a trucker. <laughs> you said that before, though, that you want to be a trucker to, uh, like when you guys retire, right? Yes. yes. You'd be in your glory. It's becoming more and more appealing. Well, you know, if you want a little side business, take the <laughs> get the camera phone, and you can send oh, yeah. those pictures in. <laughs> the one that doesn't go good to you. Yeah. Well, you know, you're in your own truck. Who can tell? <laughs> Actually, you need something better than a camera phone. You need something that'll do it at high speed. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, a user on our site, Dinky, said, in my wild and impetuous yeah. youth, I drove a bobtail truck, and trust me, it's more common than you might think. And he says, you truckers will know what I'm saying. <laughs> so apparently <laughs> it's, uh, it's really common. You know, New York City Sam wrote and said, I got to say I'm surprised, but in a good way, to find Chrissy and Diane both saying they enjoy watching guys jack off. I have many female friends, and most of them have told me they aren't interested in watching guys jack. That's my absolute favorite kind of porn. I practically live for SeanCody.com and AmateurStraightGuys.com. Thanks, Absolutely. Chrissy and Diane, for letting me know some women get turned on by this as much as I do. To which oh Zane God. Blue replied, Oh, God, me too. Absolutely my favorite thing to watch. So that's three of our women. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen that video in our, in our, oh, my God, in the SOS forum? Um, I think it was Jason Bond that that posted it, and there's like... Ten guys jacking off, and it's who's going to come first. I did see that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that was a personal favorite of Diane's. Oh my god! Got you wet, huh? That one, I actually came twice using my vibrator, and usually Ooh. I can only come once because it's too intense. It's like way too intense. But that was so good that I had to hmm. do it again. You go, girlfriend. I'm speechless now. You know, I, wow. I want to I want to embarrass <laughs> Diane's sister because I know Diane and her sister listen together. So I want to embarrass Diane's sister, but she went by the name of Sesame on our side. Sometimes <laughs> Sesame Seed, but it looks like the latest yeah. was Sesame. And she replies to this accidental voyeurism thread that I don't think I've ever seen someone engaged, but I have certainly listened. I am sure my fiance and I have given someone an eyeful at one time or another. We like to have sex outside the house, in fields, parks, hood of cars, dead end streets, leisure centers, etc. <laughs> Chances are we've been seen or heard. So your sister. So now, okay, true confessions. Diane, have you ever seen or heard your sister? I've heard my sister. We lived in the same house for a while. But you ever hear her with she's, somebody else? She, and I know that she would say she's heard me, but she was quite traumatized. She's traumatized. <laughs> well, the one the one time that I we were actually just talking about the other day, where she was dancing outside my door, unsure if she should come in and save me or not, because <laughs> because Steve and I were having sex, and we decided he could finally convinced me to try anal sex. Oh my god! But he got too excited, uh-huh. and he went too fast. And he, oh. he hurt me. And so I was crawling, like, trying to crawl down off the bed. And he was, like, chasing my ass with his dick. Oh, my God. And I'm screaming, no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> and Sesame's on the outside of my door, dancing back and forth. Ah, ah, do I go in? Do I uh. <laughs> so 
A sexy oh, experience, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that brings up an interesting oh, point: is listening voyeurism. I yeah, listen. I guess it would be awesome because you could listen in hotels and. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. Audio voyeurism. Audio voyeurism. Hmm. Well, why not? Well, I guess we've uh, we've had a good time with this topic. Diane's gotten herself Twitter painted, and <laughs> and uh, I have enjoyed this topic. She's enjoyed yes. this topic. It's not as much as others I've enjoyed. Yeah, more, but, but you know, we do what we can. someday we'll do the exhibitionism. We'll. I think we need to have Diane, and we need to have. I think we need to have Sesame on as a special guest. That would be fun. Hmm. I, I picture her now all blushing, driving to work. Diane and Sesame driving to work in the morning. Do 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 do. Let's listen to the podcast. And then, good God, we're talking about her. You said she's kind of shy when it comes to. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, sorry, Sesame. <laughs> oh, she'll she'll enjoy it. She she likes every once in a while. She hears that she's mentioned. She's like, that's me. Get her to call the, uh, the no. get her to call the Dick phone at one eight seven seven nine two two Dick and tell us about her exhibitionism. We'd like to gather some feedback on exhibitionism. If you'd like to be watched, either call our Dick phone at eight seven seven nine two two Dick. That's toll free in the U.S. or Canada. Or email us, radio at measurection.com. We would love to hear feedback. And, of course, you can record a sound file on your computer, and you can email that to us. And it doesn't matter whether it's about one of the topics that we've mentioned as, as a future topic or if it's feedback about this show. We'd love to hear yeah, from you. Yeah, we'd like feedback yeah. on anything. Past shows, some people are a few shows behind, and they're, they may think that they don't want to write and make comments, but... We periodically do revisit feedback and share it because people are discovering sure. the podcast and every hey, day. And if we get enough feedback on something, then we'll do a show number two exactly. on that. Exactly. Exactly. You Definitely. got it. And uh, don't forget to visit us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. That's M-E-A-S-U-R-E-C-T-I-O-N dot com slash radio. Thank you to our listeners and visitors and Thank you to Sean, who did a great job editing last week. Saved me about 30 hours of time in my week. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Indeed. 